This is the Zen Nova Scotia podcast with talks by Cone Franz. If you would like to support and be part of our community, you can start by visiting zennovascotia.com. Last week we talked for the first time about this text by Keizan called Zazen Yojinki, Notes on What to Be Aware of in Zazen. I'll just start. Drop through this body-mind. Body-mind is an important word. And you will be far beyond such forms as sitting or lying down. Beyond considerations of good or bad, transcend any divisions between usual people and sages. Pass beyond the boundary between sentient beings and Buddha. On the surface, this sounds really big, I think. But if we look more closely at what he's doing, he's saying something. He has keywords, and the keywords are, are what we need to look at. Drop through this body mind. Body mind is a keyword. And you will be far beyond such forms as sitting or lying down. Now he's starting to draw uh, contrasts. Beyond considerations of good or bad, transcend any divisions between usual people and sages. So he's, he's saying there's this and this. It's not this or this. And then he sets up another one and he says, how about this and this? It's not that or that. Right? He keeps talking about being between. Pass beyond the boundary between sentient beings and Buddha. If we imagine that there are sentient beings, then we imagine that there are Buddhas. And, and if we think it through, we might imagine that there's a, a kind of a, a spot in the middle. That there's someone who's halfway here and halfway there. Don't imagine, he says, that this is either or. And don't imagine that this is a spectrum. Any two things between which you must, might get stuck, you have to drop it. It's not a progression. It's not win-lose. It's something else. And then he says, putting aside all concerns, shed all attachments, do nothing at all. Don't fabricate anything with the six senses. Sorry, he actually says, don't fabricate any things with the six senses. Do not do, do nothing at all. There's a perception of Zazen, even by people who do Zazen, that Zazen is a kind of doing nothing. There's another perception of Zazen, which I've mentioned before a number of times, which is that maybe Zazen isn't doing nothing, but that somehow it's outside of the realm of cause and effect. 
This is a very popular idea. So that while you're sitting in Zazen, you're not creating any karma. You're beyond morality. You're beyond questions of, of uh, consequences. You're kind of frozen in space and time. Untouched and untouching. That's a very popular idea. Which, as I've said before, is ridiculous. He's not talking about that. Though we can hear that a little bit as we read it. Do nothing at all. Right? Makes it sound like, like we're separating ourselves somehow. Or we're, we're putting ourselves in a bubble. Don't fabricate. In our activities, in our lives, and but let's start with our practice. Our default is to either push or pull. In everything we do, we push or we pull. We're always pushing and pulling. Last week I said we always contract. It's the same. There's something that makes us tight. When you push, you're tight. When you pull, you're tight. In Zazen, if, uh, if something comes into your mind and you think, Oh, this is not Zazen. I should not be thinking about this. You push. Right? Even if your body looks serene, you're contracting. You're trying to hold something back. And then, when that idea is replaced by something that's just too good to ignore too juicy, either because it's a memory that you kind of like to torture yourself with or because it's a fantasy that just has its own appeal, then you start to pull. And you know what it is to pull. You know what it is to hold on to a rope and to try to pull something toward yourself, right? You hold on. The effect is the same. In the body, in the mind, it's the same, whether it's, whether it's this attachment or whether it's aversion. You're moving this way or you're moving this way. And your body is dealing with that and your mind is dealing with that. Right? You're here in relationship to something. What Kazan is talking about over and over and over again is the idea that there's a space that's neither. You don't have to push or pull. That sounds obvious, but there are very few moments in an ordinary life when we don't do one or the other. So we're invited to consider, what is it to do neither? What is it to be here not just in this posture, but in this moment. Neither grasping nor pushing away. In Kinhin tonight, depending on how much you pay attention to your feet, you, know, you may be aware of your center of gravity. And when we're balanced, when we say that we've found our center of gravity, it's a moment when we're neither pushing nor pulling. 
Now, sometimes when you do kinhin, it's very forced. That's nobody's fault. It's just because that's how it feels that day. And so you lift your foot and you feel yourself. It's like now I'm going up and now I'm going forward and now I'm down. And it has this, this kind of robotic feeling. You're really putting your energy into this thing. And so the actions feel contrived. Right? Everybody who has done kinhin, I think, has the experience of almost losing their balance in kinhin. We're doing something so simple, and yet it's, it can be hard. But there are other days, again, and nobody gets, you don't get a gold star for this, but there are days when you do kinhin, and you find that instead of lifting and moving and lowering and stepping, that in fact, it's more like a gyroscope. At the end of the exhalation, when your foot is all the way down, but the next foot hasn't yet started to lift, you're balanced. You're completely balanced. You've found your center of gravity in that moment. And sometimes, when you start to lift, instead of feeling like you're falling to the left, it's more like you're doing, you're you're turning, right? And you're turning. And you can feel yourself moving around this point that you recognize. You recognize the point in the middle. And so everything is a kind of dance around that, that balanced point. It feels very, very different. This is not every day. <laughs> and then the next day, of course, it comes back. And you feel like you're injured or something. Like you have a limp. Like I said last week, the way that you find out what it is to push or to pull is not simply to stop. I can't say, stop pushing, and then everyone stops pushing. This practice is more subtle than that. It's the practice first of noticing what it is to push and noticing what it is to pull. Zazen is a kind of, it's a place to experiment with that. But it extends to everything. So that when you're in a meeting and you think of the thing that you really want to say, but the conversation is still going, and you kind of start half listening to what everyone else is saying because now you're rehearsing the thing that you're going to say, and then eventually you're barely hearing anything that anyone's saying because now you're looking for your opening to say it, right? You're pulling, right? Or you could say that you're pushing some things and pulling others. When... You know, when I tell my children to be patient, I really want my children to be patient. This is a virtue that I want my, my children to experience, right? But they're seven and they're five, and they're not very patient. When, when they're saying, can we go, can we go, can we go, can we go? In that moment, they are not patient, right? That's the reality of that moment. This moment is only ever this moment. It is never the one that I want it to be. It is never the next. It's this one, and this moment looks exactly like this, and it feels exactly like this. So when my kids are saying, can we go now, can we go now, can we go now? 
Maybe we can't go now. But I can respond in one of two basic ways. I can say, no, we can't go right now. Or I can say, you need to be patient. Mm -hmm. Work on it. Mm -hmm. In the first, there's no push and there's no pull. This is the reality. The reality is that they want to go and we can't go yet. Mm -hmm. There's no inherent friction there. There's no problem. Right? In the second, I've identified a problem and I've pushed it onto them. Right? Now we've completely disregarded the reality of whether we can or can't go right now. The issue is that they need to change who they are. <laughs> right? I do this all the time. I fall into this all the time. You need to stop. Right? But when I say you need to stop, I'm talking about the future. Right? I'm trying to bulldoze someone into the next moment or the next moment or the next moment where the situation is different. I'm not just staying still in the face of what is right now. What is right now whether it's a problem or not, is what is right now. I can't pretend that it's not. I can only respond. And I can respond from here, or I can respond from here. <laughs> Those are not the same thing. Putting aside all concerns, shed all attachments, do nothing at all. I need to say, and I feel like I need to say this a lot. This doesn't mean don't respond. It doesn't mean be passive. It doesn't mean don't try to fix something that's wrong. But we only fix things that are wrong. Fix them in the future. Right. Things don't get fixed. Things become the thing that they are. And we kind of steer them toward eventually being the thing that they are. In this moment, nothing gets fixed. It's impossible. Because for something to be fixed in this moment is for this moment to not be this moment. In this moment, you have what's been offered. Do nothing at all. Don't fabricate any things with the six senses. Don't create. Again, because these are instructions for Zazen, we talk about that first. You sit in Zazen and you, you try to make Zazen out of Zazen. Right? We have this koan about the guy saying, I'm going to make a Buddha. It's the same thing. Making Zazen and making a Buddha are the same thing. It's, it's an art project. Right? I sit and I, f I fold my legs up just like this and I put my hands just like this and my shoulders are back like this and then, and then eventually my breathing is just like this and then my mind is the mind 
of Zazen. Sometimes I can do that for a few seconds, you know, at the beginning, because I can project onto Zazen this idea of like, oh, everything is calm and spacious and accepting and kind of focused, right? So I make it just like I'm cutting out paper and glue. Saying that is not it. They use different language, but Kazan and Dogen are saying the same thing over and over. Don't measure this. Don't imagine that there's a, uh, a platonic ideal of Zazen and that you're working toward that. Throw that out. The only Zazen is the Zazen that's real. And the only Zazen that's real is the Zazen that's happening right now. The one that happened last week where it felt really good is not real. And the one that you envision 10 years from now after you've been doing this every day and it's really become a part of yourself, also not real. The Zazen of the person next to you that seems really, really solid. There's that that person who sits like a rock. That's not real. There's one Zazen that's real. And you're in it. Don't add something to it. Don't try to shape it. Don't try to sculpt it. Don't try to give it a story. Don't push and don't pull. Not because, this is the other thing I wanted to say, don't push and don't pull doesn't mean there's a sweet spot. (laughs) Right? It doesn't mean there's this magical place in the middle where you're just in between doing this and doing that. (laughs) Don't push and don't pull is wider than that. If we imagine there's a sweet spot, then we fall into the same trap again, and we imagine that every time I'm not pushing or pulling, it's going to feel just like this. But tomorrow, not pushing and not pulling feels different. And the next day, it feels different. And the next day, it feels different. Because again, that's the only one that's real. When you're walking... You're doing kinghin. That's the only kinghin that's real. Can you walk forward without pushing? You should try. This has ramifications for our lives. I'll stop there. For more information about Zen, our practice, and how you can support and take part in our community, please visit zennovascotia.com.